Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, 10-year NFL defensive lineman, Lijay Doosable, with my co-host, 13 years in the game, Adam Pacman jones also 13 years, Brandon Marshall at receiver, and then Antoine, uh, my guy, Antoine Walker, number six overall pick for the Boston Celtics. And before we went to break, we were talking about the NFL draft that just passed this past weekend. Who were the winners? Who were the losers? Now, you've heard all the so-called experts and what they thought, but we as players, we know, right? We're in those locker rooms. We're on the field. So I'll go first. To me, the biggest winner, and yes, this might sound like I'm a homer, but the New York Jets, look at what they did in the first round, right? They got the number one corner and Ahmad Sauce Garner, the number one receiver, right, at Garrett Wilson. To me, the number one defensive edge guy and Jermaine Johnson, who has the most upside. And then they traded up in the second round to get the number one running back, Brees Hall, I would love to, you know, our guy Adam Pacman Jones was, you know, had boots on the ground out there in Las Vegas. Who do you you think, you know, did a really good job this past weekend in the NFL draft? Which team? And this has nothing to do with my favorites because I was just looking and watching. And I think the Eagles did a lot when it comes to the NFL draft. Um, To me, I would say as far as collectively – making their team better, um, I would definitely have to say the Eagles. Um, but but, but why, why why, the Eagles? You know, they, they traded up to, to get a nose tackle, man, in the first round. I know, and that's because defense. Defense wins games. They did all defense, you know what I mean? Really nothing too much on the offensive side. We're getting my boy from Georgia. So I, I'm excited because they got a lot of defensive players and the guys they got – or guys that's going to come in and play right now. And I think this is going to help the the offense be able to run the ball and slow the ball, ball game down for the young Philly. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, you can actually add Philly, Philadelphia in there because they did trade for A.J. Brown, which was big. That was part of the draft, too. Like They, they got him under extension, I believe, $57 million guaranteed, four-year, $100 million deal. So if you want to couple that in with the draft picks – I may give you the Philadelphia. Bro, they got Dean. They, <laughs> they, they got Dean, the linebacker from UGA. He's yeah, a dog. They did. Yeah. yeah. They got really the good. cornerback from Bemmer. Yeah. He's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> they got a couple undrafted free agents. That was okay. They got the center from the, um, Nebraska who I was pleased with. Cam Jurgens is a really he, good player. He played really dirty player. just <laughs> like he fit the Eagles scheme by far as that toughness um, that they play with. And then, um, yeah, it's interesting that you said that because I think Jason Kelsey was on Bleacher Report had him doing the drive high. live, and he was yeah. he was really ecstatic about that pick. He said he's the one that kind of reminded me of myself coming out of college. So uh, and I was I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you Cam Jurgens. Jordan Davis to me is a guy that only played twenty to twenty five snaps. Do you want to take a guy that only played twenty to twenty five snaps at the number fourteen spot? If you're effective in them twenty five snaps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, play. that's a little rich for me. I, now I hope the kid does well, but I just yeah. I just know he only played 20 to 25 snaps. Now, if we get the Jordan <laughs> Davis that we saw at the combine, the one that was in shape, the one that ran sub sub 540, the one that was athletic and smooth during the D line drills, and we get him for 30 to 35 snaps, I'll take that all day. But that's a big if, but right? You know and they traded up to get this guy. 
But you know, it's a process now, man. You know, yeah. these guys who who getting drafted that high, they got they gonna be there five years, so you don't have to come out and just be, you know, what I mean, too crazy. But I just need you to perform when I need you to perform. If you can perform twenty five plays, hey, we'll start you off at twenty five plays. There's gonna be a lot of veteran guys around you that's gonna be pushing, and you know what I mean. And they'll be rotating. But I I just think as a collective group, um, as far as uh, that style of football over there. I think I think they made the best moves as far as the NFL team, I would say. And I love my Bengal moves. We, we made a lot of moves with the Y'all DBs. done? <laughs> we going to throw a team next, dude. Don't worry. We'll bring in Brandon Marshall. Who do you thought was who you think think was a we, winner this past weekend? Hold on, B. Before, hold on, B. Before you go, before Uh-oh. you give your great prediction, B. I mean, <laughs> you you got to have a football. You got to ask a football question for me. One of you guys. Okay. Why the hell it was only one quarterback taken in the first round? Mm. Uh, this was not I a quarterback can, draft. You guys, you, how you, how you, what do you I mean? Can, I can answer that. Quarterback like, you got to answer that for me. I, I can really answer that. I, I think it's a combination <laughs> of two things. I, I talked to a few talent evaluators, and they said a lot of them didn't have a quarterback on their draft board until the third round where they were wor- and like worthy to pick them, right? And if you look at next year, right, C.J. Stroud from – Ohio State, you know, Bryce Young from Alabama are coming out. It's a better draft class at quarterback next year. So I just think as far as the value, nobody wanted to take a quarterback that high. And I think even Pittsburgh that took Kenny Pickett, you know, in the first round, if they had realized that no other quarterback was going to go in the first round, they might have waited until the second round and maybe, you know, filled another position via offensive line or, or via receiver. Now they took some receivers in the second round. But I think they would have waited too. I think they took Pickett because they thought that somebody was going to eventually take a quarterback in the first round, and they didn't. But that that's why, Antoine, talking to talent evaluators and, and the scouts, a lot of them didn't even have a quarterback graded before the third round. And uh, you wow. know, I, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll throw it throw it to, to Brandon Marshall. So, Brandon, who do you, who do you think had a really good draft weekend this past weekend? Which team? Thank you. I mean, you. Well, I mean, you guys were so far off. Twenty oh, were so what? far off. <laughs> yeah, I right, can't wait to hear you. I can't wait to hear your team. You ready? Let's hear it, B. Let's hear it. Vegas, and not the Vegas Raiders. We're talking about Vegas won this draft. Oh, my goodness. Pac, you were out there, bro. You are right. All the stars. It seemed like all the stars was out there. All the athletes, everybody was out there. Man, we missed. Man, you are so right. It seems like, Pac. (laughs) Right. Tell us. This was my first time going to the the draft, like backstage and everything, because I got cold feet. I left early. But when I tell you it was one of the biggest events I've been to besides Super Bowl, that was the reminder of that it had had for me. But, man, it was unbelievable. Everybody who was so everybody sure. was there. You know what I mean? It, 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 and I, they, think they, they, I think there's – I think people are still out there, Pat. Yeah, I'm just getting back. But I think they – I think the city of Las Vegas did a hell of a job, man, with putting on the draft. Right. Um, it was electrifying. They had concerts. They had Jabberwockies. They had this and that. <laughs> I mean, parties. like pool parties. I mean, it, it, it was it was nice, man. It was really nice. Yeah, I was now when they get back to ball. Thank you. That's what I was waiting. I was waiting for you guys to talk all y'all football talk. But then the <laughs> right answer is Vegas. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Hopefully, they take yeah. it back there. But they've been moving around a little bit. Um, talking ball. Um, the Arizona Cardinals, and y'all said it earlier. I don't know if it was you, Pack, or if it was you, um, dudes. But um, you know, we we can't forget the trades, right? AJ yeah. Brown to Philly, mm-hmm. 
the Arizona Cardinals going out there and getting Marquise Hollywood Brown. The dude is next level. I don't think we've seen the best of Hollywood yet, you know, for so many other reasons. This dude um, is lightning in a bottle. This dude can run an entire route tree. He can take a slant 90. He can, he can, he can, he can go out and run a big post. He can run a go route. You know, he can take the top off. Um, they went out and got the best tight end in the draft, Trey yep. McBride, okay, mm-hmm. in the second round. Then in the third round, they they went and got, you know, they filled the need uh, of the defensive end and got a lot of value when you see Cameron Thomas and then you got your boy Sanders on the other side. So uh, mm-hmm. this is a team that's already loaded. This is a team that already has star power. So now you go out there and you add just a little bit more and guys that can, can come in and will come in and contribute right away. So I think, you know, uh, the Arizona Cardinals are one for me and I'll give them an A minus. And then second, and I won't go deep into this one. Don't forget about the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons yeah, they had a good is draft. a team that we got. They had a really good draft. Yeah. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my co-hosts, Brandon Marshall, Antoine Walker, and Adam Pacman jones Uh I, I would say that you're right about that. Arizona, you got to add the trade, just like with Philadelphia with A.J. Brown, Marquise Hollywood Brown, getting the best tight end. Um, you did sign Zach Ertz back, but now you got the, the future in Trey McBride. And then uh, getting my Jay Sanders, I thought was big. I had him as a late second, early third round pick. So now they get some pass rush. I know Antoine Walker, I'm going to throw it to you. I know you had a, a question. Uh, go ahead. Well, I'm just curious. And Ben, you touched on a little bit about the trades. Were you guys surprised at the flurry of trades that that took place through the through the draft? I mean, it was a bunch of trades. Does that mean that this is not? I wouldn't say a weak. I don't want to say weak draft, but <laughs> these players were not really ready to come in and play right away. What teams did not feel like they felt like trading their draft picks wasn't going to hurt them because they wasn't yeah, the quality of players wasn't the same. Let me say, let me say this, Tuan. I'm a guy. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm doing this because uh, dudes and Pack wanted to talk about the draft. I don't care nothing about the draft, bro. Like I was fourth <laughs> round. I was picked. I was in the fourth round, 119th pick. You know, and I was able to play 13 years, and all the other 12 mm-hmm. wide receivers that went before me. You know, only uh, one really lasted, Greg Jennings. If you really look at it, you know, and then also as a veteran in the locker room, when it comes to football. Like, man, I don't know if these dudes can contribute right away. I don't care if you're first round, the number one overall pick, second round. Everybody talked about you, but you may have fallen because you may have had some off-the-field challenges. Man, when we strap it up, that's going to tell me everything. I'd have been in camp where we had guys that wasn't drafted come in and say, oh, that's going to be got Robbie Anderson with the Jets, dudes. Mm-hmm. Like that guy. Undrafted right? guy, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, yeah, I – I gave you my, my thoughts there because uh, I, I feel like this is a team that can, you know, is really good. And then they add these pieces that can compete right now. This could be a Super Bowl team with DeAndre Hopkins missing the first six weeks. But at the end of the day, we don't know. Look how many busts we've seen in the first yeah. round, second round, third round. Guys that we thought was going to come in and have really stellar careers. Yeah, yeah. And to, to Brenda's point, Tuan, I believe – Philadelphia was picking later in the first in the middle of the first round. If you saw that there was a flurry of receivers taken from pick 10 to 12, right? Teams traded up to get the top receivers in this draft class. So there were four receivers taken from the four spot to the 12 spot. So if you're, you're Philadelphia and you're Arizona, you're picking later in the first round. 
I need to trade for a proven entity, right? Because we need somebody to come in here and, and help us right now, to Brandon's point, because Arizona and Philadelphia last year went to the playoffs. So they can't afford to have a rookie come in here and, and maybe not be ready. So they trade for Marquise Hollywood Brown, the Cardinals do. And then Philadelphia trades for a proven receiver like A.J. Brown. Well, I'm opposite of Brandon. Shit, I was the first <laughs> defensive player pick. You know what I'm saying? You hear me? Walk. We got our name called early, me and you. You understand what I'm saying? So I understand what Brandon's saying, but I don't understand what Brandon's saying. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. <laughs> it was exciting to be, uh, hey, man, you already gone off the board by the time the whole other first round there. You know, me and my family, we out eating somewhere. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, I kind of care, <laughs> care about the draft thing because it worked out. And it changed my life. Um, do you have to be ready to go? Yes, you got to be ready to go. But if your name is in that first round, you do get to skip the line a little bit to show uh, some of your, your talents and your uniqueness. And they'll work with you a little longer than they will work with a guy that they're picking in the fifth round or free agency. So it it, it, it can play um, the goods and the bads, but it, it mostly help you out. You know what I mean? But this year with all these guys that I went and interviewed and, and got to watch and, and got to talk to, I'm looking for, I'm ready to see sauce. Sauce Gardner has mm. so much sauce, Brandon. Oh my God. Mm. <laughs> hey man, the, the kid, the kid was, he was sauced out and, um, he, he, he said the right things. His film speak for itself. He long and lanky. I just want to see how good can he transfer what he did in college to the league because at the end of the day we all know it's a different speed and it's a different playing level on Sundays than it is on Saturdays. That's a perfect segue. I I, I want to throw like, I got a question to, to, for you. I was going to throw I was going to throw it to you Brandon next to see what rookie are you I know you don't care about the draft but which rookie are you more more excited about and then then we'll so, we'll switch <laughs> over to the Debo topic. Yeah, so, yeah. um you know I'm I'm biased here you know we train a lot of guys down at House of Athlete, Chris Olave. Chris Olave. <laughs> I, I want to really see what this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course, you know, I want to see what he does. You know, um, even even Drake, right? Like, yeah. Um, this is a guy. You know, no one knew who was going to be the first guy taken. You know, yeah. let's Drake, see what you're you talking about. Drake London, so, right? The receiver. Yes, that's yeah. right, Drake London. So I want to see. I want. I'm going to pay attention to my wide receivers and see what they got. And, and you don't have to answer this question, Pac. But I was going to ask you. You know, it's like it seems like these, you know, DBs, because you were talking about juice, but it seems like these DBs and wide receivers nowadays are coming in and making an impact right away. You know, like that didn't happen back when we first got in at, you know, at this rate where wide receiver DB can go, a DB can can have six picks, a couple PBUs, maybe 10 picks, whatever it is, or a wide receiver going out there having the year Justin Jefferson had where he now has 1,300 yards, 1,400 yards, whatever the heck he did, right? So I think a lot of that uh, is attributed to seven-on-seven in seven the a, a boom there and guys playing football year-round. But it's interesting how these guys are making an impact right away. Yeah, it is. Um, even Diggs, you know, come out with – how many picks Diggs had? Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. damn, you got 12 picks? <laughs> those numbers are hard to get man that, that it's just hard to get but um yeah. i think a how lot picks you, what was your what was your greatest year how many picks you had the most most picks i've had, had was six i think six well, you, what, you ain't had no hands nobody caught the ball on me you remember that 
I know mm, you remember me. Let him know. Lock your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the worst? Hey. Who had the worst job? One team, real quick. One team, real quick. Who had the me? Worst it was job? it was the Patriots, without a doubt. Right, Cole Strange. I love the player. Saw him at the Senior Bowl, but most evaluators had him as a late second, early third. The New England Patriots actually traded up in the first round to get him, and then Tyquan Thornton, the guy that had the fastest forty at the combine, but you know New England is synonymous with not really evaluating or developing receivers. So uh, he was another guy they took in the second round that has a third or fourth round guy. Uh, New England just has had bad drafts the last few years. And and that's why Bill Belichick was uncharacteristic in what he did last year and spent so much money in free agency. Uh, To me, they had a, 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 just a a bad, terrible draft. (laughs) I just don't understand. Oh, go ahead, B. No, I was really quickly for me, it was the Washington football team. I don't know if anybody cares or if it matters, <laughs> right? But it, I mean, like, can you name the guys, right? And, um, uh, you know, that doesn't mean anything because they can still come in and be superstars, like I said earlier. But this is a team that got great coaches. And um, this is a team that got some dogs up front. They can mm. easily be a top, top 10, top five defense. So what are we going to, what are we doing to actually be better? Inside the Green Room with three-time NBA champ Danny Green. The narratives out there about James Harden is like, they want to bury this man while he's still alive. Like, come on. (laughs) That's what everybody, man, I've learned in being in this league that they don't appreciate a lot of guys until they're gone. And he's one of those guys. These guys are good at what they do and they're great. And, you know, when they're gone from this game, you're going to appreciate what they brought to the game and how much they changed the game. Don't miss an episode of Inside the Green Room with Danny Green every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, 10-year defensive lineman, Lige Doosable. I'm with my co-host, NBA <clears throat> champion, Antoine Walker, founder and CEO of I Am Athlete, Brandon Marshall, and 13-year cornerback, Adam Pacman jones And before we went to break, you've heard it all around the sports world. DeAndre Hopkins suspended six games for PEDs. Now, there's a receiver that was an all-pro that we've heard that wants to take his spot potentially, not just fill the void, but actually help out and help this team get to the Super Bowl. And that's why receiver Des Bryant. Des Bryant played last with the Baltimore Ravens in 2020, and he really feels that he can help this team out. We have an audio of him with TMZ Sports, you know, talking about which team he wants to play for, and we're going to play that for you right now. Are you retired from the game of football? I'm not. Re- I'm not retired. I'm not, retired. I'm not retired. You know, um, but I am living, I'm living my life. Um, Are you in game shape? I'm almost. 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 But I love where I'm at. Is there a team that's joining? Oh yes. Like which team? Arizona Cardinals. Still, I remember you told me that last year. Yeah, I love playing for the Arizona Cardinals. Why? Is it something about Kyler? Is it the coach? Yeah, Kyler, coach. I love the swagger over there. I just, I love the guys, especially DeAndre Hopkins. That's my boy. You know, right. we real we real close. So your message to the uh, Cardinals organization is what? Hey man, hey, my phone line open. You know, and, and not even not even so much about starting, just being in that locker room and right. just being a great example. That was Des Bryant. Uh, we'll actually have him on a little bit later in the show live, and we'll ask him questions. But he says that he wants to come back and play football for the Arizona Cardinals. And Antoine Walker, I'm gonna shoot it to you. I know you had a question that you wanted to ask us as football players regarding Des Bryant potentially coming out of retirement. And he said he's not retired, but joining the Arizona Cardinals. 
Well, I just want to talk about, I just have a question for you guys. Towards the end of my career, um, I was kind of on my last leg and I was trying to, I wanted one more shot to get into the league. And I was trying to figure out the best way to do that. And we got the D League. The G, well, at that time, it was called a D League. It's a G League now. And I actually went and played in, in the G League and tried to get back in and try to showcase my skills. Just the question is, how hard is it for a guy? And I know he came in a little bit. It was hard for a guy to do that. But is it how does the Arizona Cardinals, if they don't bring him in, how do you stay in the proper shape to be ready to actually go out there and perform right on the spot when that when they call you? Well, I'm going to go ahead and let you ask Des Bryant that because he just joined us. <laughs> oh, okay. Des, how you doing? Good, good, good. What's up, Thank man? How you guys doing? I just finished working good. out. That's my bad. No, good. Oh, it's, it's a perfect okay, segue. Sir. It's a perfect segue. Okay. So I don't know if you heard Antoine Walker. He was asking, you know, when he was on his, he said his last leg playing in the NBA, there was the the, the G League, right? Um, it was the D League when he played. And so he could go there and, you know, kind of stay in shape to get ready to get called up. So he was going to, he was asking, how do you stay in shape to get ready to potentially play for, you know, an NFL team or come in and try out for an NFL team? Man, if you ask me, I just think you got a lot to do with your mental, you know, and it also got a lot to do with the love, you know, like for me, you know, I think I, you know, I love football. I got a strong desire for it. And on top of that, you know, um, I like being, I like being in the locker room, you know, so, um, you know, some guys just got that gear shift and some guys, you know, just don't have that gear shift. And um, I know for me, you know, like I said, um, it's a passion of mine. Um, I think I would be working out, you know, if I wasn't playing football. You know, but, um, you know, but I also want to stay, you know, just working out and doing football workouts are tremendously different. It's a totally different, you know, like you, you got to be there to get those mental reps. I think that's kind of phys- that, that can be a physical fatigue, too, within itself, you know, especially if you come in behind, you know, when these guys have been starting like from now. And then getting into like, you know, mini camp or training camp because you still like Brandon to tell you like you gotta you gotta learn the playbook you gotta learn all of these these nuances you know of just that particular team because every team different I think that can weigh on you too so I don't know it's just important you know hey, you know to be right yeah you finna say something dude you wanna go first uh just just real quick I, I just want to give a shout out to TMZ Sports for that interview with Des Bryant and and Des in the in the interview you said you know the Arizona Cardinals right and you said yep. you like the locker room, but w- what specifically about that locker room? Is it Kyler Murray? Is it your relationship with DeAndre Hopkins? Like why specifically do you want to play for the Arizona Cardinals? I think it's just more so because of, yeah, it got a lot to do with everything you just said. You know, um, of course, DeAndre Hopkins, that's my boy. You know, we close. Kyler Murray, I love Kyler Swag. I love his confidence. Uh, Rondell Moore, Marquise Browns, you know, a lot of those guys I know on a personal level. And um, and really mainly, you know, it's not to go there and try to be the Dez Bryant that I was when I first got into the NFL. It's just really just more so just, you know, just helping guys, you know, facilitate, you know, um, being an example, you know, uh, um, leading, leading, you know, being an example of how to work hard, you know, how to do things on and off the field. You know, like it's a lot of shit that I've been through that I know that I can help the next guy in. You know, I've been doing that. I've been doing a tremendous job of it. So it's really just for those reasons. With, with all that being said, you know, I'm vouching. You know, we, we saying Dez want to go to AZ. Dez should be in AZ. Now, mm-hmm. do you think you should 
we should go ahead and push this now so you can get your body back into the little tweaks and the tweaks. And when you, I'm as far as saying getting press off of press, you know what I mean? Getting back to going every day because I know that's a big shock to the body. If you ain't been going, then they just try to throw you in there. Then you get the hamstring injury and the little knickknack injuries. Me personally, I say you'll be a great fit in the locker room because you can teach some of these guys the ropes and you can put them in position to win the games. The question they want to know is, hey, if we get this, can he help us out? You know what I mean? Six weeks, at least till we get our main guy back or help out the locker room so they can play at a high level. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I really do think that um, – if the Arizona Cardinals was to bring me in and give me that opportunity, you know, just to get my body right, get my mind right, you know, um, just follow their roadmap, you know, on how they do things. I, I do think that I would have a good shot, you know, to, you know, to, to, to help facilitate. Like I said, I'm not trying to come in just to be this main guy, whatever the case might be. That's not the case. It's really just more so just, you know, just understanding, you know, helping guys, you know, be prepared <laughs> mentally, you know, days before the game. I think those things are important. Arizona got a lot of young guys over there, you know, and um, I'm not saying that they don't know how to approach the game, but it's always good listening to somebody who's done it before. And I really do believe that, you know, um, I have that type of experience, you know, to help those young guys because the ability, the ability those guys have over there is just crazy. You got Marquise Brown, speed demon. You know, got hands. I believe Marquise Brown has yet to get his true opportunity. I think he is one of the elites in his league. You got Rondell Moore. That's a baby. He's a pup. But guess what? He's a monster at the same time. You got A.J. Green, you know, a vet just like I am. You know, and, you know, um, I feel like – and you got, of course, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, like, I just feel like just being a part of that locker room, you know, just help molding something special because they got all of the right pieces to be a potential Super Bowl contending team. So – you know, just being around an atmosphere like that, I'm just going to be real with you. I think that I would thrive. I would get better. Those guys would get me better. I just think that we will all make each other great, you know, and, you know, just, you know, help the Arizona so, Cardinals be, you know, you know, help the Arizona Cardinals get to where they really want to go. So let me, Des, let me ask you this, because I, I think sometimes we forget, you know, uh, your legendary run, right? Um, one, what made you special okay two even now you know because like there's something that you can do on the field and you said it you're not going to be the dads of old you know what i mean you're not trying to be but there is something you're the one that's training you're the one out there uh uh running routes if you if you guys want to see dads run routes go go to his instagram he's been yeah. doing this for weeks now right so you're out there you feel it you know what you can and can't do. So two-part question. One, what made you special? And two, what do you still have left? Like for me, I knew at the end of my career, right, the last couple of years, I was going to give you 10-plus touchdowns because if we get in, in, in within the 15 yards and, and in, oh, it's a wrap. Don't come press yes. me. Don't play one-on-one. -on -one. Also third down, third and medium, third and short. I can run a slant. I can move the chains. So talk to me about those two things. Man, I think the first thing is um, I just got the desire, you know, and I love it. And me growing up, y'all know, you know, we're from poverty. You know, this is all that we had. So this was, you know, this is what got us out. So I just think, for, you know, just that part alone is what makes me special. You know, if that's, you know, if I'm answering your question correctly, it's just desire, the passion that I have for the game and, you know, that locker room. You know, it's a lot of them guys in there 
that, you know, have walked the same shoes. But it's also a lot of those guys in there that don't take the proper steps. So, you know, if you no, can, I wanted, you know, I wanted, I wanted something on the field that I'm talking about, was it your stiff arm? Was it your jump oh. ball? Was it your red zone? What was that one thing on the field? Man, I know I, that I, I know exactly what you meant by the desire too, because that drives I, a lot. That is the main mm, thing. But give mm, me that one physical thing. I think it's the IQ. I think it's the IQ of the game. You know, um, I think I'm. I, I do. I think I'm very okay, smart. Okay. You know, I think I know how to. I think I know how to position my body in the right places. I feel like I read that DB very well. Depending on, you know, I don't. I don't care what route it is. You know, I can make it look like I'm covered. But this is all just, you know, catch the ball the way I want to catch the ball. You know, um, I don't know if that's answering your question correctly, but I just think yeah. it's my IQ that separates me you know, from a lot. I know how to time the ball very well. You know, I know when to jump and when not to jump. You know, I know how to make that DB, you know, think I'm doing this and doing that. You know, I play with my eyes. You know, the DB want to look at your eyes. I don't give things away. You know, like it, it's just so much, you know, that I feel like I have left the show. You know, I think. It's it's that it's the mental side that I still have that's that's strong that can play a big part in you know being on the team and just really helping out the next individual who need it. Hold on, hold on, pack, pack, hold on. This this pack, this is pack. who who gave you more hell? Who gave you more hell? Me or Des Bryant? <laughs> um, <clears throat> see what you don't know. You I had a chance that. to work out with this, so I would have to go against his ass every day. Mm. Um. The strongest part about Dez's game is he get every ball at a high point. Um, and he was fucking jumping so high. But I would say, uh, if I, are you saying I had to pick the X? You had to pick the X. Who's the oh, X? Oh, God. This oh, conversation. <laughs> hey, Pac-Man, Pac-Man, before you answer that question, this, this is I Am Athlete tonight. I'm your host, Lee Jay Doosable, with Adam Pac-Man Jones, Brandon Marshall, and Antoine Walker. And we're talking to Des Bryant, who is vying to come and sign with the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. And not just for a little bit while DeAndre Hopkins is suspended. He wants to be a part of the team in the future and help with that locker room. But go ahead. Adam Pac-Man Jones says, Brandon Marshall wants to know Hold who on, would be the X between him and Des Bryant. <laughs> but before I say that, I was just thinking about something that Des said about the mental part of the game, because that's one of the biggest parts. I had a chance to go to Pro Bowl and be all pro when I was 35 years old. 30, wow. no, 34 years old. I'm sorry. Um, so everybody thought it wasn't in the tank, but mentally I knew how to stay in front of a receiver and 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 make him do certain things that I wanted wanted him to do. Um, we're going back to saying, um, I don't know. That's a hard question, but I would put it, who's the quarterback? Yeah, don't be scared. Nah, it don't mean who the quarterback. Answer the question. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tony Romo. They still gonna be your friend. They still gonna be your friend, Pac-Man. I would say I would say Brandon's the ex. Ooh. How does that make you feel, Dad? No, I don't make me. You know, don't make me feel. You know, oh, the audio. Yeah, we lose. We lose. We lose. We lose. I want to go in motion to run that. You know that band gate. You know, and that's what the Z do. The Z, the, the Z, get to go in motion. You know, so and have fun. <laughs> but hey, did you play Z? Dad, you play Z? No, I play I play X. My main position was X. But then I they they allow me like to play Z like sometimes, but not as much as I would like. Yeah, that you know was crazy. 
he was a little bit more crafted than you, B. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the Z, that's too much field to work. So, guys, that's listening. The yeah. X wide receiver is the guy that's backside to get to most of the one-on-ones. He's more like, you know, you, you know, move to change type of guy, but he's also can give you big play as well. You know, Des Bryant, you saw him take a slant, 50, 60 yards for a touchdown, back shoulder. Is it a catch or not a catch? That play right there, right? You see that a lot from your X. The Z receiver is like guys that can really it's it's Hollywood Brown, right? Yep. Guy take the top off, right? Can do so yep. much. Um, yeah. He can, like Daz was saying, come motion down and and, and run bang gates, spray yeah. out, come back in, double moves, et cetera, et cetera. I don't like all that. That's too fancy. Yeah. Daz, <laughs> real quick, you, you spoke highly about playing in Arizona. Is that the only team you'll play for, or are you, or are you just seeking to get back into the NFL? Um, yeah, to me, that's the only team, you know. Um, you know, maybe another team. Like, I would love Cowboys. to play for Brady. I would like to play Cowboys. for Brady. Three's gone. You know, not the Cowboys. I think they're young. I think they're young and strong, and they got exactly what they need. I'm a huge supporter of the Cowboys. Going to forever be that, you know. You know, I wear that star with pride. You know, I do bleed that blue. So, but yeah, um, as of right now, where I'm at in my career, is the Arizona Cardinals. I like I like their makeup. You know, um, oh, I love man. their coach. And I just feel like, you know, it's the right system. Yeah, put me in, coach, if you need me. Now, I ain't going to cheer <laughs> if I don't get in. But, you know, but I think what he'll see, you know, from Monday to Saturday is, you know, me – you know, um, just leading by example. So right now they bring you in tomorrow to sign, offer you a deal for the league minimum. One out of ten, would you sign or not? Yeah, I'll sign it. All right. That's what we need to hear, baby. Well, I, I don't yeah. understand why the Cowboys shouldn't be up there, man. Like, you are one of the faces of the franchise. Legend. Like, ever. Yeah. Think about all the guys yes. that came there. Jerry wants Jerry wants to sell more tickets. Jerry wants to sell more jerseys. Make it happen. I'm going with I'm going with the Cowboys, man. I mean, if, but, I but mean, if the Cowboys, I mean, if the Cowboys gave me an opportunity, hell yeah, I'm gonna consider that. You know, you know, just because. But I think just for the most part, I just think that you know, um, you you know how it is over there, like yeah, yeah. you know, right. it, it's it's you know, it, it's Hollywood. Yeah. You know, just got to keep it 1,000. So, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I got a question. If, if the Cowboys did offer you, would, would you want your 88 back from C.D. Lamb? Oh, no, no, no. Not at Ooh. all. Not at all, man. That's him. You know, that's him. Um, but it was you before him. Why you but he is messy, not wearing it. I ain't going to lie about that one. He ain't wearing like this one. No. I'm saying Come it on. was yours before his, Des. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like. you know, but you, you know, when Jerry, when Jerry gave CD that number, you know what it was about. But, yeah, you know, Mark. it was all about jersey sales and things like that. Like, come on, man. Like, the, the, the 88, me, the war before, you know, CD, come on, man. Like, why not put him there? Yeah, you know, it's to sell more jerseys, yeah. to put more seats, you know, put more butts in the seat. Yeah. Like, it only makes sense. And with CD being a great talent, like I said, like, it only makes sense for Jerry to do that, you know? Yeah. I would want yeah. like one or something. Give me one. Let me wear that eight. I feel you. Know? you. Well, Des, well, like, we, we, we appreciate you coming on with us on I Am Athlete tonight. Des Bryant, first team All-Pro 2014 season, three-time Pro Bowler, says if the Arizona Cardinals give him a contract, he's willing to sign and come play right now. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? 
catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. Serious XM Podcasts.